I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Welcome to the Geek Down Podcast, the show where two friends and fellow nerds sit in front of microphones to try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. And this is episode number 173. 173? 173. All right, I'll go with that. Yeah, 173. And I'm the one who's opening it. Yes. As I'm doing now. (laughs) Yes. If you'd like to listen to the 173-ish other episodes, you can do that wherever you get your audio content. Wherever you get it. If it's SoundCloud, if it's Stitcher, if it's iTunes. It's not even iTunes anymore. iTunes doesn't even exist anymore. iTunes. They took iTunes out back. All the DJs are very mad. Living in the early aughts with your iTunes. I'm ride or die for iTunes. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) No matter where you get your audio content, Chauncey will bring it to you. On the back of a rainbow alicorn named Philip, directly to your device, each and every week, you don't have to do anything. No. You just have to hit that follow button. I mean, you could give a rate and review on any of these services. We'd love that. If we you want would to do love that. that. If you feel like being more um, Scrooge after the three ghosts visit him, um, you can give us some money. A little early for that reference, but okay. <laughs> it's, that is what I could think of, Okay. Patreon.com slash GeekDownPod gets you extras. Yep. Like the debut episode of the Geek Down's Hottest Takes or a Geek Down playlist. I felt a little generous this week. Yeah. I gave the Geek Down playlist to everyone. Yeah, that's nice. But you know what? You want to know why I picked those songs? Why? You want to know what's going in my mouth? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to give that away. Oh. That's for patrons. Oh. You want my little 1500 word essay? Little diary? My blog? Are we still blogging? Is blogging a thing we do? I don't know. I don't know anything. Anyway, I wrote some shit. If you're on the Patreon, I already got emailed to you. Yeah. Well, there you go. But anything you'd like to give, we'd appreciate. Or head on over to ko-fi.com slash geekdownpod. Buy us a coffee. Yeah. Three it's, bucks. It's the option that's a little less um, permanent. <laughs> you're not into long-term relationships. And many of you are not. Then um, feel free to just throw money at us. As much or as little as you would like. We appreciate it all. Thank you to everyone who gives and... If you would like to not just give us money or rate and review, but would also like to, you know, talk to us, you can do that in any of our socials. Primarily Twitter. Get up off Twitter. It's kind of where both of us hang out the most at this point. Yeah. Would you say you hang out the most there now? I check it at least several times a day. You like things? I like things. You retweet things? I do. It's amazing. Yeah. I do. I start adding people. What? I know. What? LeVar Burton and his daughter, who is a cosplayer, who's super cool, and I want to be friends with her. Wow. Please be friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> at Kate E. Mac. Get at her. Yep. But, I mean, we're on other things. We have an Instagram. Sure. Yeah. It's there. It's or there. if you want to, you know, pry off the two by four on the <laughs> old decrepit mall of social media known as Facebook. You know what? We're technically there, too. I've gotten so many compliments on my bag from Facebook Marketplace, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying Facebook Marketplace doesn't have... A use. I'm just saying, therefore, Facebook. And Facebook, like, you can still do events. You can't do events on Twitter. You know Kijiji exists, right? Like, You know what? Kijiji is full of bedbugs and old people. <laughs> That's what Kijiji is full of. Shots fired! Shots fired! Take that, That's Kijiji. my hot take. Take that, Kijiji. <laughs> yeah. Um... 
But yeah, I got it. So Facebook does have, because people still do events on Facebook. Like it's still a thing. That's its greatest feature. If you're part of groups, like apparently the Jane Austen shitposting group, which I now need to join because it's giving me the hot takes about Jane Austen fandom and old gross characters getting ripped. I'll get into that in a second. Shouts to Mr. Collins. Kate, I want to put all that on the back burner. Okay. This is really technically an update for you. It's something you said before the mics were turned on. Yeah. And I need to know. Yeah. Caitlin. Yeah. You played the goose game. I did. <laughs> I did. Was it amazing? Um, yeah, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> so this is untitled goose game came up at the <laughs> at the end of... If you didn't make it through the last episode, you wouldn't have heard us or me ranting about Nintendo again. Yeah. And now the only good thing on the Switch right now is apparently uh, this thing called untitled goose game where you play a goose and... You harass <laughs> villagers oh my God. by stealing glasses or parading around a knife in your beak, etc. Oh, it gets it gets so complicated. Does it? Oh my gosh, uh, there are layers to this game. Um, <laughs> so the first thing is, there are two ways to play this game. Mm-hmm. One way is to, like senior correspondent Chris, get the tasks done. He wants to get the tasks done. You have a list right. of things to do. Mm-hmm. He wants to get them done the most most efficiently. Quickly. Yes. You're not timed or anything, at least not in the stages we played. Senior correspondent is not the dude who wanders around Los Santos. He's immediately going from mission to mission. He's going mission to mission. This is why he gets through... Sometimes I'll leave for like two days to like come to Toronto or whatever, and he'll be like, done a video game. And I'm like, how is that possible? It's because he's very like focused on the next task. There is that. Then there is, this is a shout out to um, a member of our D&D group mm. um, who we've actually started playing a new, a new D&D game, but with our, our old group. Uh, it's like a new story, which is being run by my friend Jacqueline, who's been done an amazing job. Jacqueline so is DMing? She is DMing. And Good she, heavens. She's doing an amazing job. Shouts to Jacqueline. Um, and uh, our, our character we, we know and love called Drog, Drog Kilgore, who is our barbarian, surprising no one, um, he has gone the second route and he has embodied the goose. He is not just about doing task to task. He's about creating as much fucking chaos yeah. as possible. Yeah. That's how your man's is looking to play that game. He's he's really good at it. He <laughs> is like become one with the goose. Like so much so that literally every other person in the room watching him was like, just fucking get the glasses. Mm-mm. Get the glasses. Mm-mm. No, no, he's like, no, I'm gonna spill this thing. I'm gonna try to knock this thing over. I'm gonna I'm gonna harass them. I'm gonna honk at them. <laughs> and it was like, no, you just you have to get to the garage. I don't want to get to the fucking garage. Mm-hmm. I wanna be a goose. Yeah. Yeah, motherfucking goose. Right. Um, and then I got to play the goose, and it was a lot of fun. And what's your approach? Um, my approach is trying. Um, half and half. I'm not so much for no. I actually don't want to harass the villagers. No. Um. No, because there's probably a murder going on, and someone has to solve it in the village. So I just don't want to cause any more chaos. They've already had a hard time. We would have solved this a lot quicker if this goose hadn't been running around. Right. Um, maybe the goose did it. Like, that is definitely a thing that could be done. Um, <laughs> basically. Um, I'd love to see a game where a goose murders a man, <laughs> and then you have to solve it. But anyway. Um, Make a mod for that. I was Twitch. in... I was... I, yeah. The part that I did was not too bad, um, but things get really complex and, and fun. Like, you, the goose has to end up on TV. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> like it's just yeah and the way they've done things is really set up really, really well so i had a lot of fun i was more trying I, I haven't played video games in a long time so i was mm. sort of like getting a hold of the controls but they're really easy like it's a really quick game to to um get to know um but, shouts to untitled goose game yeah but like well done whoever created that one put it on put it on playstation as as i saw something on twitter where someone was like um large uh what are they called triple c studios triple m studios triple a triple a that's it a studios um has been worse in video games i don't even know <laughs> triple a studios um it's like triple a studios uh players want you know crazy graphics and like immersive story. worlds yeah. and it's like if people create a goose game we made a goose game <laughs> like basically <laughs> yeah um yeah, so I just, I really wanted to hear about the Goose Game, y'all. Uh, sorry. News. Yeah. News. Um, I only have one thing written down here. Okay. And that is, I don't even know how this came to me. Oh, on the Anime News Network. That's what it was. If you go way back, way back, way back. in this in this show, you will recall when I gave Caitlin a show I stumbled across, mm-hmm. one of those Netflix discoveries, when the Netflix algorithm was still kind of feeling me out and hadn't just realized throw everything Japan at him. Mm-hmm. They threw this one at me, and I'm, it's a it's four words. I'm going to screw up the order. I always do. It's either Midnight Stories Tokyo Diner or Tokyo Stories Midnight Diner or Diner Midnight Tokyo Stories Story Diner Tokyo Midnight. I don't Rainbow Princess Boopy Boop <laughs> Tap a Tap Princess Magic. I don't recall, but it is the show, the anthology show about uh, a guy named the Master who has a tiny, um, you know. 10-seater little Izakaya-type joint, mm-hmm. diner, I guess, and he, he'll he make whatever whatever you want if he's got the ingredients and yeah. just kind of is about him and the customers. Soup's comf, soup's Ooh, chill. Yeah. We both really liked it, I think, and then it was like, that was it. What? And they went off into the sunset. Yeah. But friends, we're getting a new season on Halloween. Damn, son. Yeah, they uh, didn't go off into the sunset. They went off to make more episodes. They, they took they took their damn time, apparently. Yeah, and then they came back and they were Worse like... Worse than the British, Jesus. Gift. Hey, this is why things are good in Britain, okay? <laughs> I just, for absolutely no reason, I burned through uh, season one of The Good Place again and that fucking joke of Tahani's about where she's <laughs> like watching TV with Eleanor. <laughs> it's like, it's one of Britain's longest running shows. They made like 30 episodes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Soup's excited about Tokyo Diner coming back. You want to know what I'm excited about? What are you excited about? I'm excited about The Expanse. I'm excited about Star Trek Discovery. You are going to... You need, like... Uh, You know what? Shut up. You need a timetable. You need a full calendar. I am excited about Picard. Mm -hmm. Um... And I'm excited about something I haven't even watched. What? Which is Marvel Rising, which I brought up on the show before. Oh, it's Marvel Rising. It's, it's we talked about this. It's an animated series. Um, it's basically the young, up and coming Marvel characters, oh. and um, they have a like a secret warriors, but it's it's the girl gang, Spider Gwen, Squirrel Girl, and Miss Marvel. Um, and I've seen clips of it, and I every time I see a clip, I'm like, oh, I should watch this, and then forget immediately because my brain has holes in it um but they've added uh shuri to the girl group okay so um yeah super psyched and i'm gonna watch that um i'm gonna watch i decided uh uh, senior correspondent chris has never seen dirty dancing i'm gonna make him watch dirty dancing this week uh yeah there's all kinds of things to watch that's why i'm excited so much coming out so much coming out so much coming out 
Um, what else? Something else that came out that I kind of watched on a whim. Yeah. El Camino. Oh yeah, how is that? Fan service. Fan service. <laughs> I mean, the answer to a question you didn't really need, but I mean, it's not bad. Okay. This is the sorry, y'all. This is the Breaking Bad epilogue movie, I guess. Okay. Um, spoilers for a five-year-old show. Yeah. If not longer, but I mean, the show ended with Jesse, who had previously been, you know, imprisoned by Nazis, Woo. a Nazi biker gang to make meth, mm-hmm. um, chained to a lab, basically, under threat of the, well, the woman he loved was already dead, but there was a kid um, that he was trying to protect by uh, making meth for the bikers. Ultimately, Jesse gets free and ends up getting into an El Camino and driving off. And the last thing you see is him just like, you know, screaming in like relief as he tears down the road. Um, nobody thought Jesse was going to really get away. Yeah. Um, but that's the last time you saw him in the show. Right. So this is the epilogue. It's, a, it's like, you know, you know, Chrono Cross was like a you know 120 hour game to answer whatever happened to Shala. Like a, yeah. like a, like a <laughs> small minor bullet point in, yeah. in Chrono Trigger. Um this was like the like two hour what happened to Jesse um story and not much. There's probably only like three events that happen. Right. Like he gets out of town. He's gotta to get the money and he gets out of town. Yeah. Um but there's a bunch of flashbacks throughout there that kind of like further illustrate things. It's a real nice send off for that character and Aaron Paul has like made that he made that character. He was widely recognized for his portrayal of that character. Spoiler, yes, Walt shows up in flashback. That's um good couple other weird flashbacks i read some review that said like it gave us like the best action scene in breaking bad history i'm like he went to a welding yard and shot like three people like that's not <laughs> what, what do you think an action scene um, is I'm sorry. IGN? action scene is when someone falls through a bathtub like or a bathtub falls through a, a floor yeah. that's an that's my favorite action scene um, i've only seen three episodes <laughs> also it's real hard when it's been like, you know, six, seven years since everybody played these characters. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, so a character who shows up later is named Todd. You would have never seen him, but he's played by Jesse Plemons, the guy from the second season of Fargo. Okay. Yeah. The butcher. Yep. And he looks like a weird, like, kid in Breaking Bad. Yeah. But when you, like, there's like a lengthy flashback with him. And he's. And, he's but he looks like the butcher from Fargo. And it's yeah. like, n- no, no. Like, it's. You got to squint. So, I mean, yeah. like, it's not perfect if you're like. Hardcore Breaking Bad. It's cool that they did it. Um, I've never seen Better Call Saul. I've heard it's decent. Yeah. If you still want to like live in that world, um, I mean it's fine. It was a nice, it was a nice visit. I really just watched it on a whim. I was right. like, I have because Saturday, y'all, of this weekend, it was we're doubling up this week for reasons. Um, yes, many reasons. But it's it was just content day. It was like. All the I did my laundry on Friday, so I'm waking up on Saturday, and guess what? It is all content, and that is oh, what I did. Also on content, Hoshino Gen, Geek Down favorite, singer-songwriter from Japan, who's written weird songs and has his band has Caitlin's favorite drummer of all time. Yeah. He's great. I want to be friends with him, too. <laughs> he has a full concert film subtitled on Netflix, globally. That's really cool. Like, it's sitting there. Like even the songs are subtitled. I'm like, what? What a world is this? It's a the best world right now. Like, listen, Naomi Klein, you're all like globalization's gonna murder us all. Like, woman, chill out. Globalization's great. Like, just everybody just yeah. share all their shit all over the place. There's definitely some problems with it. It's great. <laughs> some problems. Maybe just a couple. Means I get free subtitled J-pop concerts. Right. That I don't have to pirate. Yeah. 
But then small children make your clothes. They were already making my clothes. Oh, my God. Well, I can tell you what I watched. I watched SNL clips. Uh, recent ones or? Uh, yeah, recent-ish. I watched Phoebe's. I watched her episode. Phoebe. Oh, yes. Oh, I haven't seen that episode. Ooh, Ooh I'm putting that down. <laughs> That's something else I'm going to watch this week, this month. Um, I watched Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> I want to hit the wow <laughs> button like, whoa. Wow. Like, um, I the best thing about having a terrible memory. I just work on the assumption that you're always watching Murder She Wrote. I'm on. You no. could be watching Murder She Wrote right now. This. Like, no, I'm probably playing an episode in my head, but <laughs> <laughs> why I get distracted? Um, no. What happens is because I have holes in my brain, mm-hmm. I forget that Murder She Wrote exists on Amazon Prime, and then I'm looking for something to watch, and I rediscover. I'm like, oh, I'm on second season of Murder She Wrote. Oh man, I wish I wish that was my life. Where I could just continually be delighted by, by things. <laughs> I'm like a dog. Um, and then finally... It's like a canary thing, isn't it? Like they put a blanket over Murder, She Wrote, and you forget it's there, and the blanket comes off, and you're, you're like, like, tweet! Whoa! Uh, I would tweet about it if people <laughs> wanted to hear that that shit. Um, and of course, your favorite that I am going to give you at some point, Cupcake and Dino, <laughs> Cupcake and Dino, <sighs> General Services, that's what we do, we do. Uh, another, another cartoon brought to you by Cal Arts graduate. <laughs> so good. Right. It is so right. so good. The writing is fantastic. All right. So good. Um, but yeah, that's that's sort of updates and news and stuff. There's not really much going on. Not really. I mean <laughs> the the despair that came through this Facebook exchange when I was at the laundromat actually trying to look for stuff <laughs> and scrolling through page after page on IO9 and the Mary Sue and going, None of these are actual like I have been saying news for a stories. long time. I said, Kate, do you ever notice that none of these nerd news sites are actually like reporting news? <laughs> and maybe like the fourth time she's ever typed my name, she said, Yes, Jordan. <laughs> yes, I have noticed. <laughs> It's a. I come from a family of of journalists and reporters. I know that there's these are not news. Uh, I'm all. I was also okay. I was taught it's not news. There are things that make it news, um, and question everything. <laughs> so you know, this is why I'm neurotic. One of the many reasons. More, <laughs> many, uh, many reasons. Uh, many reasons. Um, and the only other item I had news-wise was that uh, Queen's got a new song. Oh, that's cool. Tie-in, movie tie-in type of thing. And normally I, I hear Queen songs anymore and I kind of hedge my bets. And yeah. I go, well, that was um, okay, but I'll wait until I see what it, whatever. Uh, this is kind of legit good. Ooh. Just like Off the Jump. Mm. Like, And ev- even Tumblr seems to think it's okay. Ooh. Just kind of off the jump. So, I mean, wow. oh my God, if Tumblr, Tumblr. If Tumblr thinks so. Tumblr's on board. Because, um, I mean, <laughs> it's almost like, so their producer, Nakata, has primarily, his big two were Perfume and Pami Pamu there. Yeah. Um, Pami Pamu ain't really doing much mm-hmm. lately. Mm-hmm. She might be getting out of the the music game, to be honest. She might be doing. She might be exhausted. She might want to do fashion. She might want to do other things. So, it's like the new Perfume song sounds like a. Kiari cast off. Right. But it sounds like a good Kiari cast off. Mm. Like it sounds like a Moshi Moshi Harajuku early Kiari cast off right. instead of like tinkly pianos and shit. So <laughs> stupid tinkly pianos. So we'll, we'll, again, cautiously optimistic to bring back a classic phrase from this show. Cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. And lastly, I guess before we bust out, ooh, man, we're just flying today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I hey, we, we said lot. we wanted to do 40 ish minute episodes. Light and tight, y'all. 
think we'll finish it up and just really leave us with nothing to talk about when we double up the next episode with everyone's favorite recurring segment, The Worst Thing I Saw Online This Week. (laughs) So, won't say where this came to, but it was a friend of a friend who I follow on Instagram, and they posted a link to this, this video clip. I was like, all right, let me go watch this video clip. And it's some very Afrocentric looking black man. Mm-hmm. And they were talking passionately about the PTSD that the black community suffers from, you know, watching their friends and their loved ones, you know, be killed by police and things like that. And that's what they're living with. And I'm like, yep. yes, yeah. I, can, I concur with all of that. And then how like, you know, this stuff's getting broadcasted on Facebook live beginning to end. You watch a black man die on Facebook live, no edit, no nothing. That's fine. That can, that stays up there. For everyone to see. But if I make a post disparaging homosexuals, I get suspended for 45 days. And I went, what? And then I ran it back. Right. To just make sure just that, to make sure. To make sure that's actually what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Black men are being killed by police. Yes. Terrible. I agree. I'm with, I'm with you. One, one hundo. One hundo about that. But you're mad because you can't make a post disparaging homosexuals and trans people hey google what's a hotep and i learned something today folks hotep is a term i did not oh god google's telling me what a hotep is (laughs) my phone was in airplane mode so it's not so let me know let me know what hotep is after i go off airplane mode um a term i had did not know was a thing until uh like season two of dear white people right um which, by the way, is coming back for a fourth and final, apparently. Oh. That's confirmed. So congrats to all those folks. Um, it's basically the simplest way. It's like black men who want to replace white patriarchy with black patriarchy, basically. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's like call women queens and treat them with respect, but always remember they're below you type of thing. And also Ooh. real big on like Illuminati and conspiracy theories and shit like that. It is. Yep. That the, is. The episode of Dear White People is basically one of the minor characters, you know, falls in love with this med student or like starts seeing this med student who like seems like he's wonderful and he's going to treat her right. and He's calling her queen and all this stuff. And then once the main can finds out her best friend, the main character is like half white. It's like, well, fuck her. She's mixed. She doesn't count type of thing. It's like, oh, huh. huh. I it was something to that extent. It was right. Like, it was like, oh, my God, he's a hotep. And I was like immediately on Google, like, what is a hotep? <laughs> And there was an article on the Root that told me what Hotep was. Thank you, Root. Um, so, yeah. Just Hotep shit in your face when you least expect it. That was the worst thing I saw on the internet this week. See? And this is why I don't spend that much of my time on the internet. <laughs> you really got to modulate your <laughs> yeah. your Twitter time. I understand as a white man, I have nothing. I can't really be like commenting on Hotep shit, but I mean... Well, you can... You commented well. You said you started out you were like yes totally agree it's terrible and then when things go 180 which has happened again with things so i'm because i come from a family of journalists and Mm -hmm. reporters um at least one side of it um when stuff gets posted on say men writing women Mm -hmm. i always give something a chance right because people can read things many different ways absolutely especially with fiction so I always give something a chance. I'll always read whatever, like, little clip they've got there. Right. And so many times I've been like, oh, no, this is fine. It's not that bad. And then I get to, like, 
the one sentence and it goes 180 and I'm like, ooh, you know, mm. or do the like, uh, like the gag, like the, oh, um, yeah. Mm. Every so often I'll be in the car reading and then my face does this apparently do a scrunchy face <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so your responder Chris is like, he's like, are you reading men write women again? And I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, 180s, they coming out of nowhere. It's like, like milkshake ducks. It's like you were cool. No one, could, no one could have a problem with everything you could say. And I mean, I, I understand. It's this is the thing that Chappelle always bumps into all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like with his recent specials, where it's like, when you have been a victim of oppression for ever, yeah, it can be you start playing oppression Olympics, like yeah. And when it seems like it's a terrible way to put it, but it's like. Currently, it seems like trans rights are the oppression of the moment. Right. We're all, like, fighting for trans rights, and which is important. That yeah. shouldn't, you know, absolutely we should be. We should all be working together. That's what we should do. But for guys like Dave Chappelle, it seems like they look at that and go, like, where the fuck were y'all? Period. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the tweet. Where the fuck were y'all? Like, yeah. And that's seems to be an increasingly difficult thing for certain segments of, eh, I get cringy even just talking about it because it's not. It's not my community, so it's not my place to comment on it. Yep. Type of thing. Um, this isn't for us. It ain't for us. But I also know it's hard to argue for, you know, the fight against oppression of one people while actively looking to oppress another. Oh, yeah. That's not... Yeah. Again, we should all work together. We all work together. We're stronger that way. Don't be assholes. Don't be assholes. It's another... It's another... Uh, just gems. Just gems for y'all. Another old uh, saying from the show. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Or, or, Kate. Yeah. Or. Oh, he's oh, he's hitting me. He's hitting me. Maybe. Maybe. They're coming for me. He's going to say some scandalous shit. You can't silence me, pig. Where's your back brace, anyway? It's in my bag. Okay. Wow, they really are coming for you. Oh, it's a fire truck. Yeah, it's got to put out these hot flames. <laughs> oh, you're just gonna, you guys, five, I don't know if he's going to leave this. I don't know if he's going to leave this in, but we're, if he does, we're, you're, we're just hanging right now. This is what we do when fire trucks go by or anything. Ain't about to shut that window, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> nope. Um, What I was going to say is hand in hand with not being an asshole. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. And that, you know what? That goes for, like, me on things. I'm not allowed to talk about some stuff. I'm just like, Caitlin, shut the fuck up. I realized in the middle of that topic, <laughs> maybe I should just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, we can be mad about some stuff, but there are other things that absolutely will stand with people and will help fight. But when it comes to, like, a commentary on a thing, you don't know that struggle. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Um... Well, yes, I believe that's I believe that's it. Yeah. I believe I ta- we'll take a pause right here, and when we come back, single topic. Single topic, yeah. Finally making our, our first foray into the isekai genre. Oh, my God. Uh, so much fun. I'm going to tell Jordan to talk to you about it. It's going to be great because you know I don't know anything about it. We, we will do that when we get back.
Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the program. This is normally the part of the show where Caitlin and I will talk about the things we brought each other. But this is one of those weird weeks where we take an opportunity to just check out something that's been kicking around that we've never seen before. Yeah. We do that. We have friends. They tell us about things. <laughs> and this is both a thing I've been told about and a, a dip into a notable genre that we don't usually spend much time with, if at all. So before we get into all that, the rules persist. They do, whether we like it or not. <laughs> Just Despite all that, the rules persist, whether we want them to or not. It's true. And we must adhere to them. We have to. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be just like total chaos. Chaos. We must adhere to the rules and conventions, even when I really don't want to. Like when I want to hop on Twitter and blow all over rule two regarding the thing we're going to talk about next week. Or when um, I want to desperately uh, text Jordan about something that he's given me to watch or that we are watching together and I want to be like this thing. Oh, my God. But we don't. We can't. We can't. We can't. No. And there are reasons which we will get into. But first of all, the first rule is the rule of three. Give the thing a chance to become the thing it's going to become by consuming at least three installments should the item run on installments. Unless you're having problems like Caitlin usually does, in which case you can get away with a weird just, squiggly just amount. Just kind of fucking grab whatever you can. Just yeah. <laughs> uh, the second rule is hashtag save it for the pod. Do not talk about the thing. Because we want you guys to have the hottest of takes. Just want it. Put your oven mitts on. Put your welding mask on. They're just going to come flying. You, don't know, like, you don't know what we're going to say. Because I don't like, know what we're going to say. You're going to be like, this is old and yet I'm getting flame takes. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like <laughs> some sort of alchemy. <laughs> you lame ass people have flame <laughs> takes about something that came out in 2014. Yup. Yup. Because you know what? Content. There's so much of it. So much. I spent all of Saturday, from dusk till the other one, <laughs> dawn till dusk, from dawn till dusk, just consuming content. I didn't even talk about all the content I consumed in the first half of the show. And other things I consumed, I'll talk about in the next episode. So and there's still, there was still things I wanted to watch that I didn't get to. It's just like, just like scratching the surface. So much content. But here we are, giving you takes. Not watching content, creating content. That's what we do for you. And we also embrace spoilers, which is rule number three. It isn't a rule, it's a policy. Yeah. There's going to be spoilers. Yeah, we just spoil things. And if you have a problem with it, especially on something that's so old. Oh my God. Then, you know what? Go make yourself a cup of tea. That's a very nice way of saying what she actually wants to say and what she traditionally says. Which is get the fuck out. But like really nicely because we like you guys and I understand that some of you really don't like spoilers, but also just like leave. And maybe sucker balls. (laughs) Yes. If you're so inclined. Yes. Kate. Yeah. Let's talk about Isekai. Let's talk about Isekai. Isekai is a genre of anime, manga, what have you. It's a Japanese word. I don't know what it means. Bother to get that far. You don't? <laughs> no. I thought you would know. No, like, I do not. It something like fantasy something something? Maybe it'll tell me. Oh, there we go. It is literally the translation is different world. Different world. Fantasy. Right. I know fantasy. I know Sekai is world. I know that from all the You should know that. I know that from Japanese. It's a very popular subgenre, typically fantasy. Yep. Doesn't have to be. Short version. Someone goes from one world to another. Yeah. 
It's a very it's a popular trope. It's been used in yep. Western science fiction for Evs. Think think you're like Land of the Lost, all you old farts. Or um, you're, you're, just, you're trying to go whitewater rafting with your family, and suddenly there are dinosaurs. Or the D and D animated series. Or there you go, exactly, exactly like that. This is a very popular genre in anime. I don't have a lot of familiarity with it. I, I assume you have none. Really. Um, I did watch for a little while Hackslash, which is about these kids. That who, would kind of count, yeah. Yeah, these kids who get caught in a fantasy video game. Uh, watch that for a little while. And sure I watched a first. I watched the first most of Sword Art Online when it first was out, right. which I guess is one of the isekais as well mm-hmm. there's an mmo and everybody uh, was playing it goes into a coma and now they're stuck in the game and kind of like this but not really uh recreators right it's like a weird but in the other direction yeah, it's a weird like who is setting fires parkdale is fucking burning <laughs> we've said it fucking, for a while but whole, literally now the town is burning down everybody's just trying to make their turkeys in these weird like old ovens. up ovens <laughs> Uh, one kid's just a barbecue inside that they put some hot plates. Crack a window, you idiots. That's a very good point. Yes, recreators, isekai, but like in the other direction. And also sort of like, like, uh, genre bent in, in a cool way. Yes. But anyways. Um, what I know most about isekai these days, it is the place where the most ridiculous fucking titles at Major Canadian Retailer, our favorite thing is when we crack open a box and we see manga and we're like, oh my god, is it going to be a ridiculous Isekai title? Right. Isekai titles are very long. Yep. Very prosaic. Mm-hmm. Very stupid. <laughs> okay. 90% of the time. My favorite one, not pictured on this list I found to give you some examples, is yep. Woof Woof Story! Exclamation point. Oh. I told you I wanted to come back as a pampered pooch, comma, not Fenrir! Exclamation point. That's the whole that title? That is the whole title. I, I thought, assume you can abbreviate it as Wolf Wolf Story, but yes, that's the entire title. I thought that's what you were saying. I thought, like, this stupid title is called Wolf Wolf Story, but no, you just kept on going. No, no. Um, so here is a selection of, uh, <laughs> even the, the title is, 10 funny light novel titles seemed like way too short a title for anything about light novel titles. <laughs> Sorry, before I get too far into this, you're asking yourself, what's a light novel? Um, isekai... A lot of the popular isekai anime never starts as an anime, or doesn't even start as a manga. Right. It starts as a light novel. Okay. Which are these short novels, serialized, um, really popular for, like, train commuters and stuff like that. Right. um, And really popular among amateurs as well. Like, a lot of, like, fanfic or, like, I'm sure the Japanese equivalent of Wattpad is just, like, loaded with light novels. So, what generally starts off is it's a light novel, usually done by amateurs. It gets popular on these, you know, social sites or whatever, and right. then it gets licensed or somebody puts it out, and then that spawns, you know, fucking manga adaptation and then an anime adaptation right. and light novels that go on forever. So, when we talk about light novels, that's what we're talking about here. Here are a selection of ten ridiculous light novel titles. I am prepared. I am prepared. Number one, I couldn't become a hero, so I reluctantly decided to get a job. Okay. Number two, my mental choices are completely interfering with my school romantic comedy. Okay. I think I've actually seen that one shortened as like my school romantic comedy snafu or something like that. Okay. It has to be shortened. Ridiculous. Can't even fit in the front of the book. This one is very much a riff on the thing we discussed this week. Actually, there's a lot. People are getting reincarnated as shit all the time. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to Um, know. 
So we have, so I'm a spider. So what? <laughs> okay. I serve too many girls and ca- I, sorry, I save too many girls and cause the apocalypse. Janine, <laughs> who among us? Right. Yeah. Showman sample colon. I was abducted by an elite all girls school as a sample commoner. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mixed bathing in another dimension. Okay. I've seen this one phrased differently, but uh, here it is. Do you like your mom? Her normal attack is two attacks at full power. <laughs> I've seen it as, do you love your mom and her two hit combo attack? Right. Where you end up in a fantasy world with your mom. Spoiler alert. Okay. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Just ask. What do you mean? Oh, I thought you were going to ask if it gets creepy. And it does. Oh, no. I I thought it was just going to be, like, super cool. I was like, I might want to... No, there's, like, there's your mom. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Your mom looks like she's a smooth two years older than you. That is... Mm, no. Boobies be out. The hero and his elf bride open a pizza parlor. Yes. <laughs> I am down for that. I am a high school boy and a successful light novel author, but I'm being strangled by a female classmate who's a voice actress and is younger than me. <laughs> Is that autobiographical? I don't know. And my absolute favorite, even more so than Wolf Wolf's story. Yeah. Reborn as a vending machine. Now I wander the dungeon. <laughs> this is what? There he is. See, he's got eyes. Yeah. See his eyes there? He's an actual vending machine. That is amazing. So and that's terrifying. what happens in Isekai. Yeah. Okay. So Isekai is very popular. There's usually at least a few every season that come out um i remember i'm still like if if like my hatred of bakugo is like the thing that leaves me on the outs with most anime fans yeah my refusal to watch re-zero is another thing that leaves me on the outs with anime fans because it's a fucking isekai about some piece of trash fanboy who ends up in another world i think the difference there is he's not immediately awesome at everything which is something we'll talk about i'm sure as we (laughs) get into this um but a show that I've had recommended to me on more than one occasion by people whose opinions I respect. We just needed something for this episode. And I was like, let's yeah. ju- let's try that out. We've never really done an Isekai before. So here we are with that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Yes. Or Tensei Shitara Surai Mudataken. Yeah, very well done. Yeah. My accent's <laughs> all over the place, yo. Uh, is a Japanese light novel series written by Fuse. That's his name, I'm sure. Illustrated by Mitzvah. Two words. Okay. Mitzvah. Uh, Serialized online between 2013 and 2016 on a user-generated novel publishing website. Japanese Wattpad. Uh, It was acquired by a magazine who published the first light novel in 2014. 15 volumes have been released. That's a lot. As of September 2019. This is an anime adaptation that ran for... 24 episodes and two OVAs. Still running, apparently. Apparently there will be a new season. Um, This was produced by a studio called 8-Bit. What is the plot? Hey, guess what? It's a plot like every other isekai. Satoru Mikami, an average 37-year-old office worker from Tokyo with no girlfriend, was asked for marriage advice by his colleague, Tamura. After meeting him and his partner, Miho, on the street, he's stabbed to death by a passing robber. After making some requests during his death, he is reincarnated in another world as a slime with an ability known as Predator, which can devour other creatures and obtain their abilities. Think Blue Magic. Think Kina in 
Think slimes in Dungeons and Dragons. Think slimes in Dungeons and Dragons or slimes in like Dragon Quest, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, upon making friends with the dragon Veldora, the slime, now known as Rimunu Tempest, embarks on a journey to find a way to free Veldora from his seal, encountering many different races along the way. So, I don't even know if I have an opinion on this show because not much happened for me. Um, I got some opinions. But I will say this, and this is already a thing about just isekai in general. Yeah. Jesus Christ, the Mary Sue wish fulfillment in these things. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, like, I knew, but I didn't know. I have a bunch of things to say. <laughs> so I'm going to lay back in the cut. The first, the first thing I'm going to say is I had some trouble actually watching the show, <laughs> so, which so, is why I have so many opinions. The, the rule of three doesn't really apply no. here. So I thought I was being all prepared, and I downloaded... The three episodes, I've been having trouble with, like, my signal and watching things on the train. So I downloaded the first three episodes, or what I thought to be the first three episodes. It was the first three episodes of the second season, which they don't call season two. They call season one, book two, Um, which I will look out for more now. Um, But anyway, so I was like, I tried to watch the first three episodes on the train, but I was getting signal. I was like, you know what? I'll at least watch the first episode of the second season or book two or whatever. Um, oh, so you didn't even see the first episode, the first episode. No, I watched oh, because I was really having trouble. I was like, well, I better watch something. <laughs> I mistook that earlier. I thought you at least watched the first episode no. and then a couple from oh, later. Hold in the on. Season. It will, yeah. So I watched that first episode and I could see there was some patterns and bits and I'll get to sort of what is not good and good in the, I guess, later story. And then I eventually was able to cobble together the first episode. Right. Okay. Um, so I watched the first episode of the first season, and then I, I read a little bit about the, the story and sort of what happens, so I have some semblance of, of what's going on. So I'm going to talk about... I'll, I'll do it chronologically so it's not too confusing first episode was great there was like a slime and reincarnation and some magic like ethereal voice that was helping with the okay i may not have been paying attention to that what is that they, they don't ever explain it at least okay. not again and not in mine i mine was um dubbed. he's got like a fucking tutorial like yes. always helping him out like yeah and and there and the thing seems to know what kirby is and like a bunch of other stuff um at one point he the the weird ethereal Thing that's helping him through navigating the fact that he's been reincarnated. Um, and he is a slime the entire beginning, like the first episode. Like, there's no other Oh, the first three. Oh, okay. All right. First he, three. He, changes, uh, he might change into a snake at one point, but yeah. he gets a couple mimic abilities. Right. Um, so, there is, at some point, he says something in the ethereal you know, voice or entity doesn't know what it is. He's like, I'm going to make a note of that. And I'm like, what are you? Um, the bit with the dragon is great. Um, it's a weird setup because why are things being reincarnated mm. in a different world? Anyways, I mm. think it's cool <laughs> that it's in reincarnated in a different world. When you first brought up this show, I thought he was just reincarnated as a slime is in his world. <laughs> and I was like, how is this going to work? I might have enjoyed that better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know, like, anyways, the first episode as far as, like, writing was fine. Art, amazing. It's, it looks pretty good, yeah. yeah. Um, you fast forward <laughs> to season two. So, and I mean... 
to piece together some of the shit that Kate's probably going to talk about here. I mean, you watch the opening credits, you come to realize he does get a body yes. at some point. He can he can morph into like a humanoid type body. Yeah. Oh, and the thing is, um, just because from the voice, we you're pretty sure the slime is now a female as opposed to or just non gendered. Like yeah, but the voice at least is a is a female voice. Yes. So and he there there's a party there's a bunch of characters there's lizard people there's yeah. wolf people there's it's it's very what I noticed immediately before seeing that first episode of the first season seeing the first episode of the second season um it is D and D it's mm. Dungeons and Dragons things are a little bit different the orcs look a little bit different um they do show up sometimes as pig people and other things but the orcs are pig people there's lizard folk. Um, which is a race in D and D. There's goblins and hobgoblins, which are in D and D. There's dire wolves. These dire wolves talk, and this one has a horn. I don't know why. Um, and then there are these like people with horns. And the first episode of the second season is basically the cl- the climax of this battle, <laughs> or like this coming war. I'm sure, would have had a real intense buildup in the previous twelve episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it has. Um, and it's really cool because you get to see a bunch of people blow up and explode in blood, which is always a good time. Caitlin always loves that. Love it. Stop setting fire to things. My turkey. <laughs> uh, ma'am, stop throwing your turkey bits at people. Mon din de fumé. Is it out of the headphones? Well, yeah, I'm not picking it up. Okay. Um, and, and that's all great. Like... Anime-wise, art-wise, super fun. We need to talk about the writing, Isakai. You need to work that shit out. I don't know if this is standard or just specifically this. Or, again, I don't know if this is a problem with the Japanese-to-English translation. It's bad, y'all. It's not good. It's a lot of, like, too much explaining, Mm -hmm. which I just... I mean, it's it's different in a first episode where you're like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. There's a slime and a dragon. It's, um, in the later stuff that you saw, is there like a moment where like he discovers a new ability that he didn't know he had? Uh, no. Seems like there's going to be a lot of this, which was my problem with Death Note back in the day, where it was like, oh man, I can do this. Thing how's now. he ever going to get out of this? Well, you can do this with the Death Note, which we didn't bother to tell you until this moment, where it's the perfect time where you could use it. And I literally threw the manga. <laughs> across the room and said this is why i don't read manga well this okay so the the main character um rimuru rimuru slime kun slime kun um it seems extremely powerful she is the leader of their band um she has a secretary quote-unquote with giant breasts which like is that the girl looks like she's in a power suit and has a horn Yes. Okay. But she's just she's like, in the opening credits. Got this ridiculous, like, gross chest. <laughs> you don't say. It's like, it's the reason I say gross is people with large breasts are not gross. They're great. Good for you. Love them. Um, but this is uh, like broaching on body horror. <laughs> like, that's my problem with it. Um, okay. So they have also the horn people have all these like crazy abilities or like crazy powerful there's tons of like power wish fulfillment oh my god yes it's bizarre um the ending of the first episode uh the 
um, Slimekin. Um, she's about to like take on the Oracle leader, mm-hmm. and I didn't watch to that point because I cannot take the writing. The writing of the characters is fine. It's not great. It's not um, witty or or particularly good, but it's not it's not like god awful. It's the over explaining of everything, the inner monologues, the all of that is just so bad. You can let your audience figure some shit out, y'all. Yeah. And again, could be a Japanese to English translation thing. I've seen it in so many animes that I'm just sort of like, ugh, um, when I do come across it. Um, and the one thing was the the inner dialogue or the way that the main character talks is kind of funny. Like, it, there's a definitely, I, I think... They even say in the first episode, um, the character remembers their past life. Mm. Um, and I think that shows there's sort of this like, um, and again, I know it serves in some way as a like view screen for the audience from like, you know, somebody from our world is explaining their world kind of thing or giving commentary on it. That was okay. That was pretty well done. But just the rest of the characters, there's like three characters who are like super badasses. And I'm just like, ugh, what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing here? So, yeah. My thing is I was just left with a sense after the first three episodes, which is like, he meets the dragon, consumes the dragon, or like, you know, releases it, sort of doesn't really release the dragon. And they just kind of eat it. Right. And then go on their merry like way. Like And then meet some goblins and help the goblin goblins against the dire wolves. And it's like, I don't know if they need something else. So it's like, let's go meet the dwarves. Let's go to get a party together and go meet the dwarves. And I was like, oh, this is just going to be like moving from thing to thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's very D&D. Like, and there's not going to be like, I don't not not like a lack of payoff, but like. I don't see what, like, like where are we going here? Well, there's... Or is it just going to be, like, problem of the week type of thing? Well, like, in every, every six episodes, there's a new problem to solve. In, in the very beginning, in that first episode with the dragon, the the weird... I guess that's the ultimate, like... Well, the weird celestial thing was, like, you've been summoned. Mm. And I think that was supposed to be... I thought that was supposed to be the, like, winding... I guess the overarching thing is, like freeing the dragon at free one the point. dragon but like also who who how was i summoned mm. and then the there's obviously some bad guy because i saw a shot of him being bad <laughs> and like looking evil at a window um with his reflection uh like in that second season episode so mm. and there's something there was a there was a cool dryad she was cool I don't know what that is oh a dryad is uh basically like a tree person oh, okay but she was she was cool Oh, she wasn't a, a dryad the way I picture a dryad, but she's just like a hot chick with green hair. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? Right. Uh, we'll say this, though. Episodes kind of flew by. Did they? Well, yeah. the first three, when I watched them, I was like, oh, it's like, oh, damn, that's it. That's the episode. Um, 22 minutes? Yeah. I mean, typical half hour anime type thing. So, I mean, for your first proper taste of isekai at its most isekai. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you giving this kick punch wise? <sighs> It was a weird. I'm gonna say like, given you're coming at it from a very odd angle, but I'm gonna say like a, a six. 
Yeah, 6.5 for me. Yeah, like, I thought, if I had seen the first three episodes, I might have been, like, higher, because I know sort of where it ends up. I'm like, ah, there's a lot of yelling. There's a lot of yelling and a lot of people, like, being like, how? Oh! In a world of My Hero Academia, that's, you know, yelling is relative. They did the, um, they did the Dragon Ball Z thing, where it's like, uh, his aura is so powerful, how is that even possible? And I was like, I think I was out when that happened. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Fun fact. You know, I just learned this. In the actual dialogue, Vegeta says 8,000. What? Yeah. Goku's power was actually over 8,000, not 9,000. Over 8,000. Wow. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. We're full of them. Anyways, so yeah. Well, that's on your crunchy rolls, possibly your Funimations, depending on uh, if you like your sub or your dubs. I believe there is a second season that will be coming soon. If you want to get in on the ground floor of that. I mean, it wasn't overly... Like, I just don't think Isekai is that compelling, really. So, I mean, for a not-that-compelling type of genre, like, it was fine. You know what? You want to watch something You want to watch something like this? Go watch Lotus War. Yeah. Just go go do that instead. Lotus War is dope as hell. Or Grand Crestor, which I think is a sort of spiritual successor. I don't know if that's been animated or not, but... That's floating out there as well. Or, I mean, if they make an anime of that vending machine one, I'm definitely going to watch that. So, <laughs> Or that one, if it ever comes out. Because <laughs> I'm never watching Sword Art again. Anyway, friends, look at that. In and out in under an hour. Amazing. Said it couldn't be done. You're welcome. <laughs> we just didn't need to have news or updates. So I believe that's going to wrap it up for this week. Banking another episode so you'll have one for next week. Um, I guess if we want to plug it now, we should. But if you're at the Hamilton Comic Con, if you're at Hamilton Comic Con, weekend, not called HammerCon. HammerCon. <laughs> That's uh, the Australian version. Oh. There's a Hamilton in Australia, and I keep on getting like r- results for like cool restaurants in Hamilton, but it's not. It's Hamilton, Australia. <laughs> it's not. Hamilton. Um, so it's called Hamilton Comic Con. It's at the um, airplane museum in Hamilton near the airport. Um, it's actually. It seems like it'd be hard to get to, but it's actually not. But if you were there, um, come by Bright Shield Games, a.k.a. Izzy, Izzy Slightly Used Airships. I will be selling things there, um, specifically airships, uh, for Dungeons & Dragons. And I'd love to see you. Go see your girl. Yeah. That's where she will be. I'll be wearing cute outfits. Your boy will be enjoying the day with Mr. Malosh. For his birthday! <laughs> I don't know, just the puke, but... Birthday. Yeah, birthday, sure. <laughs> Birthdays are great. Get stuff on your birthday. I'm going to try real hard not to spend a bunch of Japan money on my birthday. I'm just like, (laughs) fuck it. Let it fly. No. No. That's not good. you got to be Scottish about this. Scottish? Yeah. Real cheap. (laughs) Well, I already am. So we're going to bank another episode for you right now, friends. We hope you will enjoy that. I think you're going to enjoy it. we got some good stuff on that episode. We it's going to be a fun yeah. one. Spooky stuff. Spooky. The spooky season. So we'll be back with that for you next week. Thanks for hanging with us this week, friends. My name's Jordan Ferguson. My name's Caitlin McKinnon. The theme song is by Rob Gasser, and we hope you will join us next week. Yeah. Bye.
We are. Everywhere. I feel like we can just jump to like wherever you get your audio content. Brought to you by Chauncey. That's amazing. Um, speed, so wherever speed that right up. Wherever you get your audio content, dude. I, I didn't mean for all that to go into the episode. Oh, <laughs> you actually did. No, I did not. Oh, okay. That's amazing. <laughs> you say that for the outro because that was. I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're doing a bit. This is great. Share, share everything with y'all. <laughs> Jesus Christ.